Welcome to Origin Gate. This is Wisdom's Echo with your thought for the day, and my name is Lindy Masters. Today I want to do one of two parts with regards to the Night Watch. But before I go into what Night Watch is, how to go into the Night Watch, and then to pray with you to begin to engage with intentionality in your Night Watch, I want to talk a little bit about Night Watch in itself. Um, and I have a scripture that I'm going to read from, which is Psalm 90. Verses 1 to 4. And he says, uh, this is a prayer of Moses, who was a man of God. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all creation. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. I love how he says it. Lord, you have been our dwelling place. Oh, beautiful. In all creations, in all generations, before the mountains were brought forth, Lord, you have been our dwelling place. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn man to destruction and say, return, O children of men, for a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past and like a watch in the night. In another version, it says, you turn people back to dust. Return to dust. A thousand years in your sight are like a day that has gone by or like a watch in the night. So I want to have a look at that. Obviously, this is about bringing us back to Yahweh, the eternity of God and man's frailty back towards Yahweh before we think we're bigger than we should be, but we are because we made a little lower than Elohim. But he wants us to bring ourselves back to understanding um, where our iniquities took us and where we are now in them because we've hidden ourselves and now we've come back to Yahweh. But I want to not digress with regards to the full intent of Psalm 90, but to Ward's talking about a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday and when it is past, uh, it's a watch of the night. And I want to look at that and then we'll talk about how to really engage into the night watch and into who and what we are. So let's go through it. Um, line by line because, and, and sort of word by word really, because I want to have a look at the Hebrew so that I can understand the full intent of what was written. Sadly, our, you know, our, our language doesn't carry the full record or the full understanding anymore like it used to. Like if I speak to people in Africa and they said, they tell me their name, I'll go, what does it mean? And they'll tell me what it means. If I say it in the Western world, you know, hi, Jack, what's your name mean? They go, I don't know, it just means Jack or Lindy. And we don't really know what our names mean. And and sometimes we, when we are named, we, we there's no intentionality about it. We just like a name or we get the name of our great-grandparents or whatever that might be, but we don't necessarily know what the name means. Now, within uh, the community of believers, we generally do give names that we understand and have meaning, but mostly the general person in an African context has a name that means something. I remember a pastor calling his last child summary. And I went summary as in like the summer. He said, no summary as in, this is the summary of all the kids we're ever going to have, which was terribly funny, but that's why he called it the summary or joy or Friday or whatever it is. They call their names according to, it means something for them. So a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it passed and like a watch in the night. So I looked at the word a thousand, which is LF, LF, like Aleph, um, and it's an Aleph, a Lamed, and a Pei. And it, it, it does say it's the oxide or the beginning. So Aleph is the oxide or the beginning of the Hebrew alphabet. So it's the head of the period of time. It's a sound more than, uh, like, a, like a breath sound, more than a sound sound. So not Aleph, it's Aleph. 
It's the head of a period of time. Years is shane. Shane is a division of time or a lifetime of age. I love that. So a thousand, the beginning of the alphabet or the, the head of a period of time, years in this division of time or this lifetime of age. In your sight, ayin, that's what it comes up as, ayin. In your sight, the sight to see, ayin, to watch, to experience. So the head, Lord, a, the, a thousand years, the head of a period of time or division of a time or a lifetime of age in your sight, in your watch, in your experiences or experiencing of who we are, are like, and the word like is yom, and yom is a day, time, or year, or division of time, are like a division of time, a day, a time, and a year. They're like yesterday, and yesterday is ethmol, ethmol, yesterday, which means formerly before time of days of old or times past. So the head of a period of time, the division or a lifetime of an age is in your sight, your experience, like a division of time that has passed, days of old that have gone. And when it is past, that which has gone beyond, it's traversed, it's, it's been swept by, it ceases, it's like a watch in the night. The watch, Ashmura, Ashmura. In the Hebrew understanding, the ancient Hebrews, they had three watches, the first watch, the middle watch, and the third watch. In the Roman manner, there are four watches that are mentioned. So in the night watch, it is a division of time periods. So in the ancient Hebrew understanding, there would be different watches where they knew God was listening in those times. Now, in the next session I do, I'm going to show you how as those of us who are believers in the blood and those who are of us who have turned to Yahweh, we have a different way of accessing the same thing, of moving into and accessing the very same thing that they speak of. So they would have a the first watch or the third watch, Yeshua would, would have been spoken about the third watch, but there was also a middle watch. The angel of the Lord came and killed all the firstborn in Egypt at the midnight watch, which was the middle of the watch. So this time period of the night watch was a division of time or a division of time periods. It was set into very specific periods. And for the Jews, there were three. In the Roman manner, there were four. You know, there's scriptures like um, Psalm 63, verse 6, when I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. So in the periods of time, of these three periods of time, I meditate on you, I think about you, I turn my attention towards you, and I turn my heart towards you. And then the next one is a, a night watch in the night. So the night time, the, the word night, when we have a look at that, it's not necessarily uh, just the dark or when the sun goes down. Um, although it does speak of the night, it's, it's actually the word in Hebrew is layil, layil, which is night as opposed to day. But it is also that time when you twist away from the light. So in the night watch, it's also a twisting away from the light to the dark. Now, 
we've understood that dark in, in Christendom, dark has always been bad. Black is evil and devil and dark is bad. You know, I've seen angels that are dark as in pitch black like marble. Not African angels, pitch black like marble. And they have black feathers and they're a very powerful race of, be of beings who work um, amongst us doing certain things. I digress, I don't want to talk about that now, but the dark is not necessarily evil. So often when dark is mentioned or night is mentioned, it comes up as when dark covered the earth. You'll find this in Joel chapter 2, when dark and great darkness covered the earth. That is Choshek. And the word Choshek is this place of mysteries, where mysteries are hidden away and covered over in what looks like cloud of darkness. Now, Moses went into the dark cloud of the Lord, not because... God was evil, but because the darkness is a twist away from light to, sh to overshadow and to cover and to hide away secrets and mysteries because it is the joy of our Father to hide them away, but it is the joy of kings to seek out a matter, to find them. And it's because sometimes some of these mysteries are so powerful, so life-changing, can do so much uh, within creation that in the wrong hands, it would be really, really, really evil and difficult you know just recently watched the movie Aladdin and, and 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 in this movie you've got someone who finds great power through this little genie in a bottle thing um and he finds great power but then instead of using power for good would then have wanted to use power for evil to be able to use the mystery of this power to overtake all of the, the the peaceful nations around them and become ruler of the world which is really pretty much the mantra of most movies is I want all the power so I can be in charge of everything. And we have something like that happening in the world at the moment. So it becomes quite difficult. So we need to learn how to govern well uh, in the secret places of Yahweh and the secret places are, are overshadowed by what to our understanding looks like darkness, but it is choshek or it is that move away from where it's shone on in the light into shadowed, overshadowed by, almost by his wings, covering a shadow over it, hiding it away, so you can seek it out. And he allows us to seek out these places. He allows us to find the mysteries and the secrets um, for the sake of the kingdom and for the good of those that are around us, not for our own good, not to say, I have found a secret and this is what I'm doing with it. And therefore I am all powerful. I know more than you know. I have more knowledge than you know. I understand more than you know. You know, we've had people, I've had people go, I need to be on your forum because I think I can contribute much more than the rest of you to this forum. I have much revelation. This is really not the spirit of where we're going right now. Or people who would say things like, you know, I need to, I need to run this movement because I think I can do better than you can, or I can do better than Ian Clayton can, or I don't know who handles this forum um, of wisdom's echo, but I can do a much better job. If you join my movement or let me join your movement, I can improve it. I can do so much good for you. This is not really the spirit of what we're looking for or looking into. And that's the problem with great power comes great responsibility and then also realizing that when Yahweh shines his light as you have looked into the darkness and have found a mystery and you now take it into the light to walk it out in the light 
of the day, now you've turned away from the light into the darkness. Now you, you're turning into the light. When you turn into the light, that you do not take all that power to yourself because that power, that responsibility and all that it entails comes to the mountain or the government of authority that sits around you and you administrate it from that governmental place. You don't take it upon yourself. And unfortunately, in Christendom, We've seen so much of this being taken upon people where they've then said, I have the power, I hear, I am the one, I'm the only one who hears, I'm the only one with this revelation, I know these things. Paul himself, the Apostle Paul, amazing Paul, who wrote, I mean, I don't know what proportion of the New Testament is attributed to him, Paul himself said, I, Paul, who was taught, teach you Timothy so that you can teach faithful men who will teach others also. Amazing scripture. In other words, I'm not all powerful and you will all bow to me for the rest of my life because I have the knowledge and you serve me and you serve my vision. You put money into my vision. You pay for my vision. You pay for my trips. You pay for me to go and do the work of the ministry. When clearly the scripture says that the work of the ministry is to be done by the folk that are around us. And our job primarily is to teach them how to do the work of the ministry, not to do it on their behalf, not to say, pay me and I'll go and do it, or pay me and then you pay for yourself too and then you'll go and do it. We need to know that we do this together. You know, I went on a trip to India once and when we got there with this guy that I thought I knew, but it turned a little bit strange. When we got there, he was doing all the preaching. And I said, again, what on earth are we doing here? My entire team is sitting here listening to him preach day after day after day. He's not giving us a chance to speak, to lay hands on people, to, to do anything. And so we went out into the village and the guy that was with me would whistle into the village. And I want to tell you that a village in India was 3 million people. Have mercy. We love you, the Indians. I love, love, love the food. I love the culture. I love being in India. And this was in South India, in Kerala, in the in the, 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 the mountains where they grow tea. And so he would whistle in this village and his whistle would echo down the, the valley and all the kids would come running and out of his pocket would just come this pile of beautiful treasures of sweets and they would run to this man who was part of my team and we would give them sweets and then these beautiful Hindu families would say come 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 to our house and they would give us sweets and cake and cool drink and remembering that they had to boil the water they didn't have fridges they had, it took a lot of effort to do what they were doing for us and they would bless us and this guy would phone us this evangelist chap and go where are you you need to come back where are you? You need to come back because he'd taken all of the stuff onto himself and he was the main guy and we were supposed to be there to serve him. And that's not Yahweh's plan for our lives. And so a thousand years, I'm going to read it like I would say it in English with a, going through what I've done. In the head of a period of time or division of time, they are in your eyes, Yahweh, in your eyesight, like days of old, times and years and days of time past. And when it traverses, it is swept away like the periods of time in the night that twist away from the light towards the Koshek. That's what that is, a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday, but it is past and a, and a watch in the night. So in his sight, these things just pass away as times pass. The next session I'm going to do is talk about the night watch. What does it look like and how do we engage it and why do we engage it? Shalom, shalom, shalom. Thank you so much for listening.